0: One two coming through, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact. I'm your host Kia Orion. Could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. If you're tuning in on audio, I appreciate you. If you're tuning in on video, uh, we've got a little bit of a uh, grainy footage, but we're rocking with it because we're in quarantine, bitches. So. Welcome to That Quarantine Life. Uh, Wanted to come talk to you guys this week a little bit about life, love, everything in between per usual. Um, But uh, if you are new to this podcast, thank you for tuning in pretty much. I give you some cool takeaways on business, and then I rant about um, my love life or lack thereof and uh, different elements of creativity, music, and verticals of personal life. So... Before we jump into any of the the fun stuff around um, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, we're going to talk a little bit of business first. Let's get down to business. Um, One of the things that I like to do in this podcast is break down other podcasts because I'm a super learner, so I'm always listening to new podcasts, watching interviews with people, and kind of giving recommendations on the content that I've seen this week um, that really made a big impact on me. So I've got a few of them for you. The first one is... Uh, If you have any sort of sales copy or if you have any um, messaging, if that's something that you're into with your business or if you do marketing, anything like that, there was a really killer podcast this week that I heard on um, Pat Flynn's show, which is the Smart Passive Income Podcast. And it's with a lady, um, I forget her name, I don't have it written here, but it's on um, writing copy. And it just was a game changer in the sense of right now I've been working on some sales pages on some business shit, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but that I thought was super dope and has been um, something I'm really excited to implement into my own game. It's just a deep dive, it's very tactical. So, this podcast is going to be a little bit kind of to steal from Gary, a little bit of clouds and dirt. So, kind of higher level thought stuff and then like more very tactical strategic shit. So, that was very much like in the tactical realm, um, stuff that you can implement right away. And then playing in kind of that, speaking of Gary Vee in that like clouds realm of more like higher level ideas, mental um, game type atmosphere, Gary Vee has been doing a weekly, excuse me, a daily show called Tea with Gary Vee. And it's been a game changer for me just because it's got me thinking all types of different, um, it's got me thinking I can be somebody. And so I've been writing and asking questions to him every day, trying to get on the show because I would love to talk to Gary. He's one of my biggest heroes and mentors. But um, there are a couple key takeaways. If you've listened to any Gary V stuff, you kind of already know the stuff he talks about. But one of the things that he's hammered home that has really been resonating with me recently since I've been um, listening to this show this last week and the last few weeks was this idea, I wrote it down. It's that achievement is 100% on you. So your results speak meaning... If there's a reason you haven't achieved your dreams yet, it's 100% on you in this element of accountability. And I know this is going to really rub some people the wrong way because people are born in different circumstances, things of that nature. Listen, I get it. Um, This is coming from uh, a straight white guy. So it's easy for me to say that. But he also says that if people from those circumstances have made it before, then then even if your chances are super slim, that it's... The shifting the mindset, I think, is really the key here. Not, like, getting into the nitty-gritty of, like, that, like, woe was me element, but so often, I think we fall prey to that woe was me mentality, and instead, if you can take the onus off of somebody else, whether it's somebody that did fucked up stuff in your past, or if you're one of those people that, like, blames Trump for your circumstances, instead, if you can just, or, like, having a shitty boss, if you can shift that responsibility onto yourself, I think for me... Um, this has been a game changer in the sense of thinking about, I've always had a chip on my shoulder when it comes to, uh, music and the music that I make, because I mean, every dude who starts out rapping is like, yo, I'm dope. Even when you're not dope, but that like chip on the shoulder of being like, yo, I swear I I can make some cool shit, but it doesn't get any lessons or doesn't get any plays. And for me, just realizing that, like, it's not about whether your stuff is, like, super dope or not, or, like, people sleeping on you, but you have to build the attention. You have to build a community of people who actually give a fuck, who actually care. And so if people aren't listening to your music, it's not that you're not tight, it's not that your music ain't dope, but, like, you haven't put in the work to gain people's attention or respect or ears or eyes, whatever it is. And so that, for me, has been a big game changer, just thinking about, like, instead being like, man, like... Uh, I'm tired of like, dropping music and nobody listens to it rather than being like, Kia, like, it, you, it's not like, the quality of your music is not what's holding back people listening to it or not. At this point, it's like, are you actually building a base or community of people who actually give a fuck, who like are actually into your music? And then, once you have that community, then you can sell them stuff or then you can have them listen to your thing or then you have them buy your book. But like, you don't just like self-publish a book and then it's a number one hit, unless you're like Mark Manson or something, but he already had his community anyways. But it's more about like, no. if you want the attention for whatever it is that you're doing, if you take that responsibility for it, it then, for me, that's very freeing because then there really is no excuse for me not to get to where I want to go other than me just building the shit. Like now I'm like, of course like it's not people haven't been listening to the music cuz I haven't given give, I haven't built the community I haven't given them an opportunity to listen to the music. So all of this stuff that I'm better about of not achieving my dreams is all on me. And that in a way is a double-edged sword because then you don't have that you don't have the you don't have the you don't have the excuse anymore of why it's not. You can't um when it's on you then that it also, I think, is is it's hard, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's also very real in the sense of understanding that then the only thing that that you that's missing now is you just actually putting in the work and building the thing and achieving your goddamn dream. But it's like that you have to do it, and so I think I so often hear people that talk a lot of talk, and I think I even fall into this category, but the actions don't always back it up. And so, as Wale would say, it's easy to dream a dream. What does he say? easy to dream a dream, but it's harder to do it, or something like that, that now, my, I talk a big talk about having one want to achieve these dreams, but my results don't back it up, right, like, I can't talk about, like, trying to, like, do these dope things with music, and have, like, 60 Spotify listeners, I have to be like, Kia, like, if you actually want to achieve that shit, you have to start putting into motion things that will get you closer to that thing and so obviously i've talked a lot in the past about like not focusing on metrics et cetera, etc etc and building that community and i think that that's really important is instead falling in love with that process being patient gary talks about that a lot too and right now it's easy for me to get bitter about like thinking my shit is hot and not and nobody listens to it rather than being like kia build a community show you have to you have to show and prove, right you have to actually build something now um so that when you do have music, it's like you've earned the respect, you've earned the attention, you've earned the ears. And so that's where I am right now, um, which I think transitions into a little bit of an update on this song a day challenge. Um, tomorrow is officially my 30th day um, writing a song a day. I did um, take uh, the weekends, most weekends I wouldn't write. Some weekends I wrote like here or there a little bit, but for the most part. Uh, but then it'll be four weeks tomorrow, um, which is when I'm going to be posting this when I've written a song pretty much every day from Monday through Friday. So I have um, uh, a good amount of songs now and then I've been recording them all once a week. I've been batch recording them, working with an editor. She's helped me chop them up, make these little videos, just shooting them out of my bedroom. And it's been really dope um, just getting into that process again. It had given me a lot of ideas about creativity, about my own art, about practicing. And I think reflecting on it, one of the nice part about making just making a product and shipping it is that you get it out of your own head. And so it's really allowed me to kind of see my, my strengths and my weaknesses as an artist and as a writer and as a producer and an engineer, all of these things that go into music um, that I have these hypotheses in my head of like the type of music that I like to make or that I should make, or that's on brand or not on brand, whatever, but it doesn't really count until you like test the hypothesis. Like it's about, you know, it's on some science shit um, learned that in Mr. Decker's class. Shout out Mr. Decker, seventh grade. I still, I still know what mitochondria and chromosomes are. Ribosomes, dog transport proteins. What up? Endoplasmic reticulum. Um, so that has been really cool. Just kind of um, learning this process of creativity. I talked about this a little bit on Instagram and a little bit I've posted here and there. But just here are some takeaways on creativity that I've really found over the past month of trying to really be pedal to the metal and that is creativity. I talk about, this is like my, one of my pillar like ideas is that Creativity isn't something that you have or you don't, but it's something you stumble on. It's something you create. And so most days, I honestly don't feel like writing, but I know I have my Spanish lessons in the morning, then I eat some lunch, and then it's like, yeah, it's time to make this song, record this song, mix this song. And I just jump into it, start listening to beats, kind of see where the feeling takes me, and start writing. And some days it might take me, I don't finish until maybe 8, 9 p.m. Other days I can crank it out and I'm done. five thirty, six p.m., I've mixed the song, it's good to go. But that idea of normally um, I'll, I'll start with an idea, like I'll just kind of start singing or writing and I kind of write myself into the work and what happened more often than not, I, I was actually really surprised. I would write the first verse, like, so maybe I'd write the hook and then maybe I'd write the first verse and then maybe like a bridge or something. And then I'd, I'd almost find a part in that first verse or the bridge that I liked more than the, that I liked more than the initial hook. And so I ended up using shit that it wasn't even intentional later on in other parts of the song because I liked it more. Meaning like like the same way that if you go to the gym, you got a warm up. I think the same as with kind of with creativity, but we, we think it's different. Um, but I treat them very similar. The same way I treat my exercise. Um, it's like, I just kind of show up whether I feel like doing it or not. I just kind of start most days. I don't really feel like doing it, but then you kind of get into it. You feel good. Boom. Afterwards, you f- you're glad you did it. Same kind of with the music shit. Most days I don't feel like doing it. Kind of start, you know, find the beat, start writing. And then it's like, aha, you kind of get into it. It starts clicking. You almost, ri- I almost never, I'm like, here's the concept that I have. And then this is what it is. Like, I just listen to a beat and I just kind of like, start with one line and then just kind of like let it take me where it goes and kind of like write my way into the song um and more often not uh there were a few times that i can remember vividly when i didn't feel creative during the process but you kind of find that inspiration as you go so that's one of my big takeaways on creativity is um you don't have it you find it another one that i wrote down that i thought um, was a game changer for me was that um the the output, having a higher output for me has been really helpful because doing them every day, I, I don't feel like they're super precious. So I can sometimes get a little bit perfectionist around. It. I needed them to be mixed perfectly. I needed my bars to be on point. I needed this, 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 et cetera, et cetera, where I'm like, it does, is this me? Like, is this type of song? Like, am I too drakey? Am I being too drake here? Am I trying to be too Frank Ocean? Am I trying to be too this or too that? Instead, it's like if you just have a shitload of them then the the kind of picture if you only have like a couple pieces to your mosaic it's like really hard to see what that is but the more pieces that you have to it the more kind of clear it becomes and so it's been really cool being able to just experiment more because the songs aren't i'm not as attached to them like some of them i'm still insecure about obviously because i'm not a fantastic singer but i love singing i want to get better at singing but right now it's something i'm working on and i'm not like hitting all the notes um Although I'm auto tuning those songs like a bitch, which is helpful. Um, but it's been really helpful, just like for me to kind of, like, same with the creativity in a way, like I can't be like, hmm, I think my style is like this and this. Like it's not something that you just think about and engineer to thin air my 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 whole steez and style and music that i make is almost a created process and, a, and a, it's it's a it's a living and breathing process too it it changes because some days it feels like it takes a right turn other days it's like one week i'll just kind of be on this same grind and every song kind of has like this certain type of vibe for a certain artist but that it's something that you kind of create your way into but you don't know until you kind of test and do Um, And so that has been really dope Is this experimentation that comes from a high volume I think that that just works for me Because it just gives me more puzzle pieces to play with And more like data points In the sense of like What people fuck with and what they don't Like it's been really dope Kind of seeing y'all's reaction to different stuff That honestly Dude, this is a big one too How subjective creativity is There are songs that I've had like ready to post and then be like, ah, I wasn't feeling this. I was like, this song is key, like weird. Kia, your nose looks weird in this one. Like, I'm not going to post it. And they're like, fuck it. Gary Vee told me to post it. I'm posting it. Post it, because now I'm just posting all of them, which is cool. And that's some of the ones that y'all like the most. You'll be like, yo, I'm playing this one on repeat. I'm like, for real? I'm like, and the songs that I think are dope don't get any love. And so I think that's what's so telling about this the game of volume of constantly creating and and releasing and shipping these products actually getting other people's ears eyes whatever on them is yes you want to be proud of your product but it can do wonders in the sense of understanding that there's no true objective dopeness Um, which i think for me has been a big mental hurdle to try to get over it's like wanting to only release dope shit that um that i felt confident about and instead i'm like the way that I feel about it is honestly meaningless because it it could, it's kind of, in a way, this is the way I like to think about it too. This is another way I kind of kick my own ass, you can steal this, is it's selfish to keep it, it in, instead of releasing it. Because it might be somebody's favorite song. might be the one that you think is absolute trash, but that song could make somebody's day. So it's selfish for you to not share it. Think about that. That's a good way for me to kind of get over some insecurities. Sometimes I'm like, yo, Kia, like, um it's a disservice not to post this shit. Which is like also on a double-edged sword, like the most egotistical thing to think. But <laughs> hey, it helps me post my shit. So fuck it. Um so that's been a big takeaway too is just kind of not again taking my own medicine and kind of creating my way into my own style. Um, definitely feeling a little bit burned out. And I'm excited to get back to just, like, more the kind of other stuff, like making beats and um, focusing on this membership site and things of that nature, which right now I just haven't had the time because I've just been pouring my heart and soul and time and effort into these songs. But that is actually a good segue into where are things out with the business. If you want to learn how to make beats, write songs, mix, max, or engineer, market music, whatever it is, <clears throat> holler at me. I'm starting this membership site. Um because I love making courses. I love doing, but I love making courses on music production and songwriting and, um, you know, uh, mixing, mastering, engineer, all of that stuff. And so I'm like, yo, I should just have like a, my own little like music production songwriting school online. And so I'm going to have all the, just to keep it simple, I'm going to have it all under kind of one umbrella. It's a membership and there's also a community element to it. And so I've been building that out, putting all these courses up onto, um, this one membership site i have a lot of the sales copy written most of it done i just have to now actually upload and organize the courses so i'm shooting for a launch since this is my last week with the songs i have a lot more time next week um and really diving into that to get that kind of finally ready to rock and roll so um i think that'll be fun my boy ronnie has been kicking my ass to create a membership for a long time and create your own community and, and so it's something that Um, Now that my online courses on other platforms are doing well, I'm like ready to take ownership of it and have my own community kind of own platform building that out just because I think about how cool it would be if like Frank Ocean had a educational membership site, like how like I would kill for that shit. And so as I kind of build my own brand as an artist and musician, I want that to almost be. I hate using the word top of the funnel. My mom gives me shit for it all the time, but imagine that's almost top of the funnel. That's almost like advertising for my product, which is kind of this educational material of how to write, record, kind of DIY your own music. And so it's kind of this like vicious circle that works together um, because that's really what I love to do is to create the music. So it kind of, it's like goes hand in hand with the actual business element of it. And it's something that I honestly love to do as well. Like as much as I love making music, My, you know, my pops was a teacher. My mom's was a teacher. Like, I think there's just an educational piece in my blood where I just I enjoy teaching other people music stuff. It's just I feel compelled to make content. I feel compelled to do the podcasts, the my beat school podcast every week. I feel compelled to write the songs. I feel compelled to make courses. Like, it's it's just I don't know. It's fun for me. It's um, uh, it brings me a lot of happiness. There's there's different. It's a different feeling when people like Kia. I loved this song. Or when someone's like, yo, Kia, I, I didn't know how to make beats and I was going to give up and then I took your course and um, now I'm like, I changed my game. Like that, it's a different high. Try not to get too high off that shit because as Gary says too, it also comes with a lot of hate. And so then when people hate on the shit too, it does kind of burn. So I'm trying to like go a little bit more insular with it of just trying to be like, make what I love to make and listen to my community and just like dive into it. But um, I would, I'd be lying if I said um, it there, there wasn't, it wasn't a big motivation to kind of see, um, the impact that you can have on people, and the, the the educational piece, I, I think the fulfillment is sometimes a little bit different than, than my tunes, but I don't know, maybe I'm just an odd bird, so that's where I'm kind of at with the business stuff, um, still, you know, business, oh, life, love, everything in between, right, so we have to talk about, um, gotta talk about some sexy shit, my temporary girlfriend moved, Broke my heart, no big deal. It inspired most of the songs this month, which that's cool, using real life as content. Um, but something interesting. This is a, a gem I want to drop on you. Kia's online dating gem. Because we've been in quarantine, I think this tactic really helps, but it's it's something that I that I stole from like, um, I think it was a TED Talk I saw on it. I can't remember, but I used this a lot um, when I was in New York and on an my online dating game heavy. Because I it, when, when I was in online dating hard it was like you still have a lot of bad dates like some are great but you still have a lot of bad dates um so i actually have two gems the first one is though um before you ever go on a date in person have like a video call or a phone call but preferably a video call because you don't have to it doesn't cost you much time you don't have to show up anywhere you don't have to buy dinner which is great you don't have to waste your time. And so if the person's whack, they're whack, or maybe they don't look like they do in their profile, whatever it is. So that's what I always try to do now is have like a short video, like a little virtual date, like just like hop on video. I remember I got the idea. Actually, you know what, I got the idea was from a TED Talk, but it's also because a girl did it to me. She was like, hey, like, I just wanna make sure you're not a robot and catfishing me. I was like, cool, let's hop on a video. And she was cute and cool and so then when you also kick it in person the date is like that much better no matter what you do because you already have a little bit of rapport it's always kind of awkward like you show up you see someone in for the rest of your life and you're like hey do we hug i don't really know what is this compared to if you have already had the video thing you're like we've already chatted i know who you are you're like the hipster guy with the beard and the flannel like so they show up they know who i am already um so that's been really dope is, is kind of some matching with some ladies trying to step up my Espanol un poco and um, doing the online just like video chatting thing. I say, I say it's a virtual date because we're in quarantine, but it doesn't have to be that serious. But I found that that has been super helpful. And you can also tell when people are awkward and weird and then it's like, I don't think this would be something fun to follow up in person. So it kind of saves you that. Another one, Key's last, ch- last tip is give people more than one chance not always if he's a dick boot him but if she's cool but like she hated on your favorite rapper like maybe you give her another chance there's i remember there was a time when like a girl didn't like Eminem and I was like this isn't going to work and I was like Kia, you're an idiot like why, <laughs> why not just give that another chance like who know ne- you never know but my point being a lot of times we have we have time to build those relationships if we meet someone like in the office or something. Like you end up building these, you establish rapport. So even the girl that you meet at the water cooler who like you're not super fond of at first, like these little quirks that like she does as you get to know each other, like you know what? Like so-and-so's actually like really cute. I'm kind of digging her. Um, I found that has been true here. Um, it's just taught me that again. Sometimes first impressions, I think we, because you, you only have this much depth on a person. So everything you judge very hard, like if they have red shoes, don't like them M&M, and M, whatever it is, like or they say something weird. It's like because you have this much depth, we're very quick to kind of write them off. Compared to, I find if you have someone who has like a lot of depth, you're a lot more forgiving, and that is only something that normally that can be established with time. So I try to give ladies, even if I'm not like super gung ho off the first date. Often, how many couples do you talk to who are they like love at first sight? met and then smashed in this over. It's like almost never. It's like a lot of times you talk to and the girl's like I didn't really like Steve at first, but then he was sweet and we did this and then he saved my puppy and I ended up kind of falling in love with him. Like it happens all the time. Like y- you develop these more three-dimensional perspectives on people as you go and those are the things they end up falling in love with. But when you only when it's only skin deep, it's really easy to write somebody off for stupid superficial shit that you think is important that really isn't. So those are two of Kia's dating gems in quarantine. Make sure that you're doing virtual dates so that you don't get COVID. I'm trying to keep all my peeps alive. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, Kia's uh, business, life, creative, love, rambling, tips, tricks, just part of the journey. You know what? This is just this is just for my grandkids. someday I'm gonna be honest. What up, grandkids? I'm just trying to document the journey of life um, as we go before Elon Musk puts um, computer chips in our heads. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it means the world. Wherever you're tuning in, I owe you, I owe you one. Your, uh, your check is in the mail for my therapy. Appreciate you. Coming to you live in direct next week. Check you in a minute. Peace.